Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXV and today is the 20th of April 2023 and unfortunately the price of Bitcoin has fallen once again below the $30,000 mark and the price of Ethereum has gone down well below the $2,000 mark. So I really am not sure if this is a sign that the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will be going down because there's a massive news that did happen in UK and what happened is that the inflation numbers were out and it was staggering at 10%. And apart from that, what happened is that there was a massive sell-off in Binance Exchange. So we'll definitely go ahead and talk about that when we look at the price of cryptocurrency and blockchain protocols. Now listen guys, in Europe, there is a massive news that is going on regarding regulations of cryptocurrency exchanges. And European Union is planning to set rules for crypto assets. But what is really crazy is that they want the rules and regulations to be followed by the entire world. So we'll definitely go ahead and talk about that. And guys, we have some update regarding Intel. Now, they were the late adopters so far as Bitcoin mining chip is concerned and looks like they are planning to discontinue Bitcoin mining block scale chips. So, we'll definitely go ahead and talk about that. Now, look guys, we are living in a world of geopolitical situation but looks like Russia is on the verge of accepting cryptocurrencies and this is mostly because of sanctions and we have some update regarding Russia and its crypto mining industry. So, quite a lot to talk about in today's episode and guys, today European Parliament will definitely be making a decision and they have some kind of vote and once that regulation kicks in, I'm pretty much sure it's going to have a massive impact on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So it's going to be really interesting to track the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, especially over the weekend. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I'll be discussing two news from the Bayou UAE and at least. And guys, to be honest, one unfortunate trend which I've been observing, particularly in Dubai, UAE and at least, so far as news regarding Bitcoin blockchain is concerned, it's really hard to get any information. Now this is clearly because the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are on a downfall. When the price of Bitcoin was at its all-time high, I could get news at least 6 or 7 years. But since 2022, the news has definitely dried down. But nonetheless, I'm going to be discussing a news from Qatar. And Qatar's financial conduct settlement has signed Memorandum of Understanding to accelerate blockchain adoption in the financial sector. And the second news, guys, is to do with artificial intelligence. And I'm going to be sharing my thoughts and opinions on how cryptocurrency and blockchain fits in. So the news is, Emirates Health Services collaborates with Mohammed bin Zayed University of Artificial Intelligence. So quite a lot to talk about in today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies will cover it all on crypto and coffee at 8 so tune in and join us for a daily dose of crypto and coffee at 8 
and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto & Coffee a Day, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Space Podcast. So check out The Race Space Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Space Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gulf Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in and Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France and Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline and Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge and this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. 
Now, unfortunately, the global cryptocurrency market is on a downfall and it is currently at $1.23 trillion. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 3.68%. So it's going to be really interesting, guys, once again, as in when the news develops regarding European Parliament and them voting on market in crypto assets regulation, I'm pretty much sure the process is definitely going to fall down. Now, the total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is $56.88 billion. Now, since the last 24 hours, though, it is up by a staggering 23.66%. The total volume in DeFi currently is at $4.75 billion. And once again, guys, after the Ethereum Shanghai upgrade, the total value locked is above the $50 billion mark. And it is currently at $51.31 billion. And Lido is clearly dominating with 23.77%. And so far as the total value locked is concerned, it is at $12.20 billion. And unfortunately, guys, the matrix so far as DeFi is concerned, is not looking good. The 24-hour volume is ridiculously low and it is still accounting for 8.34% of the total crypto market. 24-hour volume and stablecoins is kind of echoing the same thing as well. Now, before we look into details of stablecoins, let's look at the total value lock because MakerDAO protocol is number second and $7.75 billion is locked in this protocol, followed by Aave at $5.62 billion, Core Finance at $4.60 billion and finally Unisop at $4.25 billion. Now, guys, the volume of stable coins is down to $51.23 billion and it still accounts for 90.07% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume and out of the $51.23 billion, Tether USDT accounts for $39.53 billion followed by Circle USDC at $5.49 billion and Binance BUSD's 24-hour trading volume is $4.01 billion and guys I just looked at the market cap of Binance BUSD and it is definitely on a downfall and it is down to $6.6 billion and guys just few months ago the market cap of Binance BUSD was on the verge of crossing the $14 billion mark so it looks like the market cap of Binance is definitely on a downfall. Now guys let's look at the market cap 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum Bitcoin's market cap has gone down and it is currently at $565 billion. I'm pretty much sure the market cap of Bitcoin yesterday was hovering around the $580 billion mark. Now what is really interesting to notice guys, if you look at the 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin, it has actually gone up at $22.3 billion, which means people are actually selling Bitcoin, so definitely not ideal. Ethereum's market cap is $236 billion. And its 24-hour trading volume is $12.71 billion. If you look at the dominance of Bitcoin and Ethereum, they have relatively been constant for pretty much 6 months now. Bitcoin's dominance is 46.21%. Ethereum is at 19.30%. Now in today's episode, guys, let me just run through the market cap of smart contracting platform and Web 3.0 protocols. Now so far as smart contract is concerned, Ethereum is clearly an outlier and its market cap is at 200 and $36 billion, followed by Binance BNB at $50.70 billion and Cardano at $14.53 billion. And guys, in just a few minutes, I'll just talk about some news regarding Binance because there was a massive sell-off that was going on and that was one of the reasons why the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies did actually fall down. But let's look at the market cap of Web3 protocols. Chainlink's market cap has gone up. Chainlink's market cap is at $4.11 billion, followed by Filecoin at $2.42 billion in the graph at $1.39 billion. Now guys, let's look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. 
It has gone down well below the $30,000 mark and as of today it stands at $29,235. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 3.42% and since the last 7 days, it is down by 2.26%. Ethereum is well below the $2,000 mark and it currently stands at $1,979. Of course, it's going to be really interesting to see as and when the news develops regarding the European Union and they will be voting today. I wouldn't be surprised to be honest if the price of Ethereum does go well below the $1,700 mark. So let me know what your thoughts are. Now, since the last 24 hours, it is down by 5.07%. And since the last 7 days, Ethereum is still up by 3.68%. Binance CoinGuys is at $325. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 5.06%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 1.79%. And one of the reasons why the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency has fallen down is because there are reports stating that an unusually large sell order on cryptocurrency exchange Binance and an unexpected high inflation rate in UK did actually cause the prices to go down. Now really I'm not sure what the details are. And guys look if you're into trading definitely keep an eye on what is going on in the world of Binance because that is one of the reasons why the report states that the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies has fallen down and more than $25 million in Bitcoin futures were liquidated in Binance. Longs and bets on rising prices made 98% of the position. So definitely, definitely not ideal. But if you're in a cryptocurrency world, this should not be a surprising thing as well. What should be surprising is a massive decision that is going to take place in the European Union. So what's going to happen today, guys, is the European Parliament is due to rubber stamp the EU's market in crypto asset regulations also called as MICA and will be the world's first comprehensive set of rules for hitherto unregulated sector and the European Union states that they have already given the approval and Gaza European Union urges the rest of the world to copy its rules for crypto assets. Now really I'm not sure what the details of the reports are. Once I look at the reports and once I truly understand what the report is then I'll be able to give my thoughts and opinions on that. But let me try to share some bits and pieces of information regarding politicians in the European Parliament and what their stance on cryptocurrency is. Now, Reuters has put up an article which actually states that Green Party lawmaker Ernst Utzerum Domenic told Parliament it marks the end of the Wild West era for crypto assets and European Union Financial Service Commissioner Mayred McGuinness told the Parliament I hope that our rules could become a model for other countries. Now it's going to be really interesting to see what those rules are. And guys, Decrypt did actually publish an article and has some really interesting points by Irish member of European Parliament, Chris McManus, who considers crypto as a pyramid scheme. And along with him, another detractor, a Dutch member of European Parliament, Paul Tank, did actually compare crypto assets to the tulip craze of 1637 and thus if you follow Dr. Doom, also called as Dr. Noriel Rabidi, he has often talked about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as the tulip craze of this generation. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the rules and regulations are going to be decided by Mika. Now Gunnar Beck, a German member of European Parliament, was the only one who said that European Union was criminalizing decentralized finance and its users by requiring more transactions to be reported to relevant authorities and look guys, the whole idea why Bitcoin is created so that it is a peer-to-peer electronic transaction system and one fine day, hopefully there is separation of money and the state and once that thing happens, we don't need to worry about politics and politicians and what he also said is that the European Union 
is establishing a total financial surveillance state, so it looks like he is the only one who is an advocate of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now, cause the details of this and the voting should significantly impact the price of Bitcoin, Ethereum, and probably the rest of crypto market as well. And apart from this, guys, what happened is that the UK inflation numbers were out and it was standing at 10% and has definitely impacted the global cryptocurrency market. Now, Britain, guys, was the only country investing in Europe with double digit inflation in March after it fell less than expected. Now, if you do want to look at the official numbers so far as inflation is concerned, the only place to look at is ONS, that is the Office of National Statistics. Now, what this means is that, guys, because the inflation numbers are so high, the Bank of England will be raising industries once again in May. Now, could it be possible that because of that, there will be sell-off in the world of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies? I definitely do think so. Now, look, guys, when you compare inflation between UK and US, US inflation is kind of doing much better. And another way of looking at it is, US inflation is definitely the best of the worst inflation and I'm pretty much sure because of this news the value of the US dollar is definitely going to stay strong. Now how does this impact the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies? I do think so unfortunately in a negative way. Now guys let's discuss news regarding Intel and they have definitely followed classic example of supply chain management that is last in and first out and the news is that Intel has discontinued Bitcoin mining block jail skips and no future generations have been announced. Now, if you do want to read through the official article, Tom's Hardware has actually reported that it was only a year ago that Intel officially announced Bitcoin mining block scale ASICs, but the company announced the end of its line of its first-generation block scale 1000 series chips without disclosing any follow-up generation of the chips. And the company, guys, that is Tom Hardware, spoke with Intel on this matter. And Intel did tell Tom Hardware that as they are prioritizing their investments in IDM 2.0, they have ended the life of Intel Blockscale 1000 series ASIC, but they are definitely going to continue their support for Blockscale customers. Now, guys, Intel's statement cites the company's tighter focus on its IDM 2.0 operations as a reason for ending Blockscale ASICs, a frequent refrain in many of its statements, as it has existed several businesses amid company-wide belt tightening. And guys, they also asked Intel if it planned to exit the Bitcoin ASIC business directly, but the company actually responded to them, stating that they are going to continue to monitor the market opportunities. So what are your thoughts, guys? Could it be possible that in the next six months or so, after the Bitcoin halving, maybe, Intel will get back into the Bitcoin mining industry? What are your thoughts, guys? Mention them in the comments below. Now look, guys, while the US, mostly the left-leaning states and politicians, are closing Bitcoin mining operations, there is massive positive news so far as cryptocurrency mining and cryptocurrency adoption is concerned in Russia and Russia is taking steps to mine crypto for cross-border deals and Coindesk has reported that international sanctions have been imposed on the country to exclude it from the US dollar-powered global payment infrastructure and the Central Bank of Russia is working on a bill that will introduce an experimental legal regime for cryptocurrencies to be used exclusively in export-import deals and the head of regulator, that is Elvira Noyelana, said on Monday according to Russian news channel TASS. Now if you go to the official link, it is in Russia. So what I did, I did actually read through the information via Coindesk. Now look as the Russian government has been facing a number of economic sanctions from Western countries, including the United States, which have excluded it from global payment infrastructure powered by the US dollar. In response to these sanctions, the Bank of Russia is working on a bill that would allow for the use of cryptocurrencies in cross-border trades 
providing an alternative to the traditional payment infrastructure and recently guys there was this massive news about BRICS that is Brazil, Russia, India and China. However guys you need to remember that the use of cryptocurrencies for this purpose would be limited to an experimental legal regime and would only be permitted for export import deals. Domestic use of cryptocurrencies for trading and payments will still be remain banned in Russia. So what are your thoughts guys? Could this have some bullish indicators for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies? I really don't think so. Now to ensure proper regulations and oversight of cryptocurrency platforms in Russia, the government is also working on a bill to create a national agency for licensing and supervising these platforms and a new tax code for miners will also be introduced as part of its regulation in Gaza Bank of Russia's plan for creating special organizations to mine cryptocurrencies and process payment for cross-border trade deals is still in the earlier stages and it is not yet clear what these organizations will look like or how they will operate. Now discussions are going on to determine which organizations will be allowed to participate in the experiment and what banks they will be using. Now listen guys, the use of digital asset issued within Russia will also be allowed for cross-border trade deals as long as they comply with local laws passed in 2020. This will put these digital assets on par with global decentralized cryptocurrencies. Now overall guys, these measures demonstrate Russia's interest in exploring the use of cryptocurrencies as a means of navigating around economic sanctions and providing an alternative payment infrastructure for cross-border trade. However, it remains to be seen how effective these measures will be and how they will be received by other countries and global financial community. So what are your thoughts guys? Mention them in the comments below. Now guys, let's look at two news from Dubai, UAE and Middle East. And the first news is all the way from Qatar and this has to do with Qatar Financial Services Authority. So the Qatar Financial Services Authority, also called as QFCA, has signed the Memorandum of Understanding with Settlement to collaborate on blockchain and digital asset initiatives in the financial industry. And the aim of the Memorandum of Understanding is to explore potential synergies with industry participants to accelerate the adoption of blockchain and digital asset business models and solutions and the Qatar Financial Services Authority or QFCA is committed to supporting innovation and identifying new opportunities that benefit its stakeholders and Qatar's wider financial system. Now through this collaboration, the QFC and settlement will help business entities in Qatar's financial sector innovate and develop a safer and more efficient way of doing business and guys blockchain technology has emerged as a game changer across industries, improving efficiency, security and transparency in business operations and guys a partnership between QFC and settlement reflects QFC's commitment to supporting innovation and identifying the opportunities and settlement is a blockchain technology platform that is passionate about empowering developers to easily build on Web3 infrastructure and settlement has been supporting the financial industry for several years from experimentation to product application and the collaboration guys aims to leverage QFC's expertise and network to divide blockchain adoption and innovation in Qatar's financial sector. So definitely, definitely a positive move and the memorandum of understanding aims to explore potential synergies with industry participants including financial institutions, fintech firms and corporate organizations and the collaborations will accelerate the adoption of blockchain and digital asset business models and solutions and the QFC and settlement will help business entities in Qatar's financial sector innovate and develop a safer and more efficient way of doing business and QFCA guys is committed to supporting innovation and identifying new opportunities that benefit its stakeholders in Qatar's wider financial ecosystem and the memorandum of understanding guys reflects the QFC's commitment to supporting innovation 
and identifying new opportunities. So definitely, definitely positive news. And Settlement Gas, as I mentioned earlier, is a blockchain technology platform that is very passionate about empowering developers to build on Web3 infrastructure. And the collaboration aims to leverage QFC's expertise and network to drive blockchain adoption and innovation and innovation in Qatar's financial sector and settlement has been supporting the financial industry for several years from experimentation to product application and blockchain technology has emerged as a game changer across industries improving efficiency, security and transparency in business operations as we know it. So definitely, definitely positive news. Now guys, let me look at the second news and this is more to do with artificial intelligence and let me try to see ways how blockchain and cryptocurrency fits in. So the news is Emirates Health Services has collaborated with Mohammed bin Zayed University of Artificial Intelligence. So let me try to give us some information. So EHS or Emirates Health Services and Mohammed bin Zayed University of Artificial Intelligence, also called as MBZUAI, signed a memorandum of understanding to strengthen cooperation and knowledge sharing in the agreement guys aims to develop a common framework to enhance skills to healthcare professionals across administrative and technical disciplines and accelerate research related to environment, health and safety and the memorandum of understandings include research opportunities, sponsoring Emirates Health Services, employees to obtain master's degrees and doctorates in relevant disciplines at Mohammed bin Zayed University of Artificial Intelligence and providing specialized training program in the field of artificial intelligence, particularly in healthcare and EHS guys or Emirates Health Services aims to develop scientific knowledge related to data analytics and artificial intelligence science and enhance the efficiency and capabilities of the medical professionals and Mohammed bin Zayed University of Artificial Intelligence will share their research insights and expertise with Emirates Health Services to increase shared understanding around health, environment and safety while enhancing the digital skills and the collaboration guys aims to develop innovative AI-based approaches to transform areas of healthcare including administration, training and broader issues of health and safety and the analysis of data from Emirates Health Services will drive efficiencies and improvements which will help achieve sustainability goals in healthcare and contribute to the overall well-being of the UAE population and blockchain technology guys as you know could be integrated into this collaboration to enhance the security and privacy of patient data and medical records and blockchain guys can also be used to create a secure and transparent supply chain for medical supplies and equipment and blockchain does have one of the biggest features that is to facilitate and secure sharing of medical data and records between different healthcare providers. But let me try to give out some bits and pieces of information where I think that blockchain technology could potentially help this merger. The blockchain as we know guys can be used to create a tamper-proof system for tracking and managing vaccine distributions. It can also help in detecting and preventing fraud and abuse in healthcare system. But granted, guys, blockchain technology still has a lot way to go, and you always need to remember the blockchain trilemma problem that is, are they compromising on centralization, security, or scalability? But one of the features of blockchain in this case is that it can be used to create a decentralized platform for clinical trials, which can enhance transparency and reduce cost. And it can also be used to facilitate secure sharing of medical research data, which can lead to faster medical breakthroughs. Now, guys, I very specifically remember when Ethereum was being developed, there was another protocol. I can't think the name of it. Now, Ethereum back then was called as the first world computer. And this new protocol 
was called as a first super world computer. I really am not sure what happened to the protocol. To think of it, I can't even remember what that name is. But nonetheless, blockchain can help in creating an efficient and cost-effective system for medical billing and payments. And blockchain can also be used to create a secure and decentralized system for managing electronic health records. And it can be used to create a secure and transparent system for managing donations which are linked to healthcare organizations. And it can also be used to create a transparent system for managing healthcare insurance claims and definitely quite a lot of other. So those are the news guys from Crypto and Coffee at A from Blockchain DXB for the 20th of April. And in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and guys also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a five-star rating and share the word across. Now, for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, peer blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DX. We listen to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin. Blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Laura who asks, are EU members against cryptocurrencies? Now, to be honest, Laura, I really am not sure, so I wouldn't be the right person to say it. So whatever information I'm giving that out, just take it with a pinch of salt. Now, looks like European members are definitely not in favor of Bitcoin freedom of speech and cryptocurrencies. Now, I very specifically remember that guys who are in favor of Brexit that is who wanted to get out of the European Union are definitely in favor of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and Nigel Farage was the main guy behind Brexit. Now he is definitely a huge proponent and a massive advocate of Bitcoin. I really can't say what the other politicians or member of European Parliament think about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies because unfortunately Laura I'm not living in Europe. But based on the research and based on the article written by left-leaning media called Reuters, definitely looks like the member of European Parliament are clearly not in favor of Bitcoin and they definitely want more control on DeFi transactions. And the only person that I can think of for saying positive things about Bitcoin was gonna back and surprisingly he's from Germany. So I really am not sure if European members are in favor of cryptocurrencies. But one thing for a fact is that they are definitely in favor of central bank digital currencies. And if you actually go to the European Parliament website and they are massive advocates of central bank digital currencies. So overall at the macro level, I do feel confident in saying that the European Union's particularly marketing crypto assets is definitely not in favor. So it's going to be really interesting to see what outcome that they have. And they have a voting today. And I'm pretty much sure that that news is definitely going to have a significant impact on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, particularly, let's say, at an institutional level or even at retail sectors. So that news is definitely going to have a significant impact. I have another question by Neville who asks, can US sanctions crypto addresses linked to Russia? Now, 100% yes, and this is unfortunately the power of open blockchain. Now, if they are using open blockchain, all transactions can be viewed absolutely by anyone. So, to answer your question, level yes, the US can sanction these crypto addresses, but what Russian people can do is they can create unlimited different cryptocurrency addresses. But big crypto analysis firms such as Chainalysis, Leptic, and quite a lot of other, I'm pretty much sure they can do forensic analysis on these cryptocurrency addresses and can maybe tie them to sanctioned addresses probably linked to Russia, Iran or other countries. 
But to answer your question, yes, the US can definitely go ahead and sanction these addresses, so really I'm not sure if the news regarding Russia accepting crypto currencies will be a positive news. So that's all for today, guys, on the Crypto and Coffee Update from Blockchain DXP. In case if you do have any feedback or suggestions, please mention them in the comments below. And also drop me an email, guys, to info at blockchaindxp.com. And also check out my website, area2071.com, that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this, guys, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating, and share the word across. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have Crypto and Coffee Update, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse, and all the series of episodes in the Crypto and Coffee Update works. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin. Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye bye.